everyone, and welcome back to yet another episode of the Long Podcast Studio Sessions. I'm here today with uh, my friend, Lindsay. Lindsay, go ahead and introduce yourself. Hi, my name is Lindsay. My pronouns are she, her, hers, and my favorite Taylor Swift album is Speak Now. I have been a Taylor Swift fan since the womb. Since the womb. (laughs) Day one. Day one. Day one. Or I guess actually since maybe eight or nine. Eight or nine. It's almost almost the womb. I mean, all those young years are like blended together anyway. So childhood is a lie. Time is a myth. (laughs) It's all an illusion. It's all an illusion. (laughs) I love that you're a speak now, Sam, because speak now. Because I'm right. Rise. Absolutely. You are 100% right. Correct. I Uh, think my top 13, five songs are speak now. That's that. That's called taste, actually. Yeah. My top four is all speak now. (laughs) <laughs> that's excellent actually I'm, I'm smart I love it I love it you've got brain power mm-hmm. um as much as we love speak now though we are it's not that time we're, that's not that time you'll see that in like two seasons um but we're here to talk today about um a perfectly good heart from Taylor Swift's mm-hmm. debut album this is actually the last episode for season one because we're not going to talk about teardrops on my guitar pop mix as much as I know everyone wants to. What? You're <laughs> kidding. Oh my gosh. A disaster. I know. I had so many people so eagerly waiting to talk about teardrops on my guitar pop mix. Um, I thought we, I thought I, I thought we were talking about uh, that. Oh, I'm so sorry to let you down. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> but we are here to talk about a perfectly good heart, which is a deluxe track and technically an album closer sort of for uh, Taylor Swift's debut album. Um, We're going to jump right into it, figure out some fun stuff about Lindsay and why she likes A Perfectly Good Heart. And we'll probably discuss a little bit about why other people don't like A Perfectly Good Heart because it was really difficult to find someone to talk about this song because Mm -hmm. no one ever talks about it in general. Had to be dragged up from the sewer. (laughs) I have her. I'm holding her hostage. She is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love a perfectly good heart. (laughs) The lyrics are perfect good. (laughs) You just picture like, like, I'm going to use a screen cap for this. That is just like an image of like a gun being held to your head. And that's it. (laughs) They said speak now. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes. Okay, so we're going to jump right into a perfectly good heart and discuss it a little bit. um, And, and all of Lindsay's interest in this song. So let's dive right into it. It's going to be a a pretty straightforward question. Why is A Perfectly Good Heart one of your favorite Taylor Swift songs? I feel like it's very nostalgic, which makes sense because she was 14, 15 when she wrote it. But it's very Disney Channel coming of age movie where the end credits are playing. And I think it's really nice. It just feels so nostalgic, just good vibes. And it's, it's sweet. I like it. It's sweet. There's the music, it's just chill. It's just a good vibe. It doesn't need to be more than it is. It doesn't overstay its welcome. You're it's right. only one verse, no bridge. <laughs> it just, it's the, it, it starts and it ends. And it's, <laughs> no, I no, And I like, it's just like, I don't know. It's very simple. It's catchy. Mm-hmm. I like, I guess I, I like that. It like, sounds like it could be like a Hannah Montana song. Like it sounds like it could be in the Hannah Montana movie. I get like, again, like very, just like Kansas teenager 
finds love. No, you're, you're absolutely right. And that's an interesting way to describe it is Disney channel, like ending credits, because mm-hmm. I never thought about that, but that no, is that's so what nice. I always see like Hannah Montana, like riding on her horse into the sunset. <laughs> and it's like a perfectly good heart in the background. It's so true. Hannah Montana X, a perfectly good heart. I would love to see it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to make a fan cam edit after this podcast Please. of Hannah Please. Montana. <laughs> From the Hannah Montana movie, the horse scene. <laughs> I love that. I love the, the nostalgia too because talking about lots of these songs with um lots of the songs from debut with other people it's lots nostalgia plays such a big part and all of them and there's nothing wrong with liking a song because it's nostalgic either that's yeah I think that's a lot of the reason debut stands exist yeah for I I, I don't I can't fault them it's a good album I mean it's a good it's a good album especially if you enjoy the the nostalgia of it I mean the nostalgia of like country boy I love you country boy (laughs) I can't not that vine uh, um yeah I I agree I think that that all of that makes sense and especially that Disney ending credit I, that's going to be stuck yeah. in my head for like you know it's just like so cinematic yeah. oh that's also a Hannah Montana reference isn't it? if this was a movie yeah I think oh. I don't know I haven't seen Hannah oh. Montana since I was like seven and a half but <laughs> maybe I just watch all of Hannah Montana all the time and I'm 23 so and you have a Taylor Swift podcast so you're doing I, I'm kidding. I can't help it. The range I have is your range. Incredible. Um, back to a perfectly good heart. Thank you, Hannah Montana. Thank you, Hannah. Uh, what does this song mean to you? I know you talked about the nostalgia factor, but like, what does it mean to you as a song? Know. How do you interpret it? I just it gives me very much like, oh, this is my first boyfriend. Mm-hmm. I asked him out to the eighth grade dance. We're going to different high schools. So I know it's not going to work out because he's going to high school at the other side of town and I'm going to a private Catholic school and we're not going to work out. But like, I'm really hopeful about this because I'm 14 and a half and I'm really naive. And oh my God, he broke up with me. I should have seen this coming. I'm miserable right now. Oh but I'll be fine because was, I'm 14. This was all very specific. I'm not Catholic. I don't know where that <laughs> came from. I was like, are you recounting your own life events right now? You really? No, I went to the same middle and high school. It was a, not at all um, akin to my life. That's so funny. That's a funny interpretation or what the song, you know, means to you too, because that's, that's very specific. And for that not to be your own life events, you you really pulled that out of thin air and I'm, just I'm pulling the heartstrings. I'm very impressed. That was, thank you. That was a very detailed response. Um, okay. Am I wrong? No, you're not. You are 100% right. It does have all of those vibes and you know, you're, it's right. It's, and it's okay because I'm 14. I look at a lot of these songs and I'm like, it's okay that I did this because yeah, I'm it kind of reminds me of Betty, like very similar, like, oh, like yeah. Betty as a child, mm-hmm. like the folklore children as like smaller kids. That's it. All of them, but it's just a perfectly good heart. Yeah. But, oh, no, but they're like kids and like, I don't know, folk debut is like folklore kids as babies. Uh, yeah, I agree. I agree very strongly. You're, you're right. <laughs> um, so moving on to the next question, which this one's a little tricky is um, track placement. Because, you know, if you pretend that Teardrops on My Guitar pop mix version doesn't exist, then this mm-hmm. is like an album closer. So I would like I think to it, go ahead. Oh, I think it, it's a great closer. I mean, we literally just said it's the Disney Channel end credits. Is the Disney Channel. So it feels credits. like the end credits to this era of Taylor's life. Right, right. So going off of less is it a closer, but how well does it work coming 
right after Invisible, because Invisible is about, you know, not being seen by that person that, you know, what you like, and then a perfectly good heart is like, I've got a broken heart. Well, I'll just continue with the Catholic school story. (laughs) So it's ninth grade now, and Catholic school girl is going to the prom at the public high school where the boy is. And then he's moved on to like an edgy atheist skater girl who he met at high school and poor Catholic school girl is just all alone. And she just wishes, like maybe she's like thinking I should have exchanged my parents' strict beliefs that I have to be a good Catholic school girl and just gone to edgy public high school where they do drugs and twerk. Maybe then I would not be invisible. I would not just be unseen. I would finally be loved by this crusty white boy. (laughs) Your descriptions are so explicit and you're delivering them in such a serious tone that I, you're, I feel like you could sell me like just about anything. Like you, Mm -hmm. you could, you could definitely like sell me like a broken boat and I would buy it. You're so confident in what you're saying. It's It's, deconstructed. It's so funny. It's so you're, that's, that's, I get, that's a very interesting interpretation to go along with coming right after invisible. Um, Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, it's just like the aftermath. Go ahead. No, it's the aftermath of invisible. Oh. It's like I'm driving home on my horse from the party. Mm-hmm. Everyone else has a car. <laughs> right. Poor 14 year old Taylor Swift riding her horse home while everyone else is driving. Didn't there. get the memo that people have cars. <laughs> she sees Joe Alwyn on a car. On a car, you can afford that. <laughs> oh no, Taylor Swift can't afford cars. You heard it here first. Uh, um so moving on from track placement because now that we've solidified that it does work as both a closer and coming after invisible thank you to your catholic schoolgirl story Mm -hmm. um do you think that this song would work well on any other album folklore folklore it's like a good folklore b-side i feel because again i was saying like the folklore kids are babies they're like oh remember back in middle school when everything was simple we just had our horses and our twerking and our going our separate ways and we all showed up at everybody's parties but now capitalism happened and we're all sad (laughs) capitalism (laughs) i i I, do you think it would work like as it is on Um, no like well first of all she'd probably be a lot better at singing at this point (laughs) i I love no i love baby blondie's vocals but um, (laughs) It would probably be like, I don't know. I don't think it would be an ending, a closer to folklore. I mean, obviously it would just be a bonus track. And it's like, I don't know, more sad. Like the instrumentals are sad. It's right. like piano. Yeah. I don't know. I see like a, um, for some reason, like a sampling of hoax at some point. Like the okay. dun, 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 like that for some reason that in be- the middle. I don't know. But it's like, it's slower and it's sadder and it's like, why well, I did I can't sing but it's like a perfectly good heart and it's like just a bunch of sad piano that would be I can go make a mashup after this yeah it's a perfectly, perfectly good, heart, good hoax but it's over hoax I got I, I got you don't even stress <laughs> uh, but for for the song like um oh I'm trying to figure out how to describe this if you I since you said it works on fo- on folklore um Oh my gosh, what was I, if you, instead it works on Folklore, would, if you took this song and replaced one song on Folklore, which song do you think you would replace? And it still makes sense. 
Well, I would just get rid of mirror ball because I can, um, if that's, you know, but I also think like mirror ball gives me very much like high school dance party vibes. Yeah. Just like I'm alone at this high school dance, like everyone can see me. Um, so I feel like, well, that's more what I was saying invisible is, I don't know, we can put a perfectly good heart there. Okay, I, I just this is let me get rid of mirror ball. Yeah, you just swap them out, just swap them out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, okay, so there aren't very many to choose from with this song. Um, <laughs> I was gonna say, <laughs> I saw the questions and I was looking, I was like, well, <laughs> the whole point about it is that there aren't many lyrics, which is why it's at the end of the Hannah Montana movie. <laughs> yeah. But you could probably just swap out all the lyrics with like the Hannah Montana transition sounds with, like the yeah. ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> yeah. you know, thinking of like why did you have to break a perfectly good heart? It's like ooh, whoa, a perfectly good heart. <laughs> it would be the same song. Um, because there aren't so many lyrics to choose from, what is your all-time favorite lyric from this song? Um, hold on. I What's gonna I I don't ha- I pulled up one of the things from um a, I had it in my perfectly good it was I believe um like it's not unbroken anymore like how do I get it back the way it was before because it's like well I'm official like I'm officially effed up like what a shame I've been effed in the head it's your fault you're why Taylor Swift only writes songs about her ex-boyfriends <laughs> it's a perfectly good heart it's all this guy's fault yeah it's gone now starry I don't know skipper from public school <laughs> even skipper now it sounds kind of like a different um like scoot oh I get you you should definitely take this podcast and turn it into a book you should just write like a whole story about it a perfectly good book it's gonna become a meme I'm gonna make it a meme on TikTok that's my goal with this song oh my god I can become viral (laughs) a perfectly good blank um that's I mean that's a solid that's a solid way to interpret that lyric and I mean there weren't very many to choose from so sorry about that um but at the mm-hmm. same time solid choice I, something about the phrase like it's not unbroken anymore I mean because I don't know when baby Taylor Swift um was pretending that her father's great we've seen Miss Americana sweetie right. um <laughs> so she was like yeah like I have no issues my life is perfect psych um, I've yeah. had an inconvenience right there's something just so weird about like the writing of that like lyric alone like it's not unbroken anymore I'm just trying to think of like was there nothing else that could have I don't know what it was it just feels weird to me yeah it's like I don't know it's unbroken such a weird it's like an oxymoron right I don't Taylor Swift she didn't have a dictionary yet she didn't get a dictionary until folklore, until folklore. <laughs> and then she, did. she learned how to spell and love her and then she <laughs> Got a dictionary in folklore. I don't know what she was doing between Ed Sheeran's gonna teach her about math and then she's gonna be unstoppable. Ed, I can she's gonna divide, divide. no, way not minus by Taylor Swift and Ed Sheeran. I love that. That's perfect. So that's gonna be that'll be an iconic collab. She should have put that on red. It should have been, yeah, minus. Math. Hey kids, math is fun. (laughs) We would love to see it. Um, no, I don't want more of Ed. My, my, yeah, Ed Red, but it's just Ed Sheeran. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> um, uh, moving on from the, the favorite lyric of that, that oxymoron of, un- it's not unbroken anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, 
what is what would you rate this song on a scale from one to 13 oh my god it's a taylor swift reference uh, so um, i love me i'm gonna get me oh, <laughs> me by taylor swift it's my number one one <laughs> it's like very high on my streaming list because like you when i was trying to like promote it yeah. on when i was trying to get yeah. it to chart mm-hmm. now i get embarrassed not a good time <laughs> um I would give it, I think I'd give it like a good eight. An eight. Okay. Why an eight? Because like, I mean, it's like one of my favorites on debut, but is it one of her best songs overall? Right. I'm not going to sit here and say that Perfectly Good Heart is the best song Taylor Swift has ever written. Um, <laughs> I can't, I can't even BS my way out of that one. No, you can I mean, I did in seventh grade write a very intense lyrical analysis of Shake It Off, claiming it had more depth than Eleanor Rigsby by the Beatles. <laughs> and you should bring that up now, post it on TikTok and get canceled by like all the grunge kids who only listen to the Beatles. Oh my God. It was like, wait, this is actually this is so off topic. Can I tell this story? Yeah, go for it. <laughs> okay. So in seventh grade, we had to do, um, lyrical analysis like because like we were moving into our poetry analysis unit and my teacher thought it'd be cute if we analyzed song lyrics first so first we got to bring in a song of our choice I picked I think mean because I was just I don't know feeling like it had meaning that I could explain in in my seventh grade vocabulary right so then she was like okay now we're going to take two songs and we're going to analyze them as a class so first she puts out she gives us all the lyrics to Eleanor Rigsby by the Beatles and everyone's just like I don't know, like talking about the imagery and whatever Eleanor Rigsby is up to um, these days. (laughs) I forget. But then she goes, okay, now I'm going to put a a less detailed and deep song. And then she hands out the lyrics to Taylor Swift. And everyone is talking about how the song has no meaning. And I start crying. Oh, my God. I was two days out of the 1989 tour. I was like on my BS. I had just been... Shick, I had just been shaken off. Oh and my then, gosh. And then every day for the next week, I only wore Taylor Swift shirts to school that's, in protest. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah. It was so it was kind of traumatic. Like in seventh grade, I had to like talk to my teacher. I was like, hey, I don't really like how you talked about Taylor Swift in class last week. Yeah. That's, I mean, you should have like fist fought her just for fun. I should. No, she was cool. She had like a cardboard cut out of Legolas from Lord of the Rings. Oh, okay. Well, that makes up for dragging Taylor Swift. Yeah. <laughs> almost. Almost. I just um, I just constantly want to hit her in the face with folklore and evermore. <laughs> now that she has lyrically deep music. Now that she's learned how to write lyrics. That's Kids. so funny. Go off Taylor Swift. Go off. Thank Taylor. you, Taylor. Thank you, Taylor, for grabbing a dictionary. Um no she spelling is fun. She had a dictionary when she did it was the encyclopedia that really got her going. Oh, right. She had it when she did Speak Now and read and then lost it for 1989. I think she just lost it for Shake It Off. Wildest <laughs> Dreams is good. You're right. You're right. It's just Shake It Off. She lost it. Hot take, but Blank back. Space is kind of one of her best things she's ever done. No, you're absolutely right. You're 110% right. Um, um, so since you rated the song an eight... My hot seat question is what two or three songs would you give a 13? Enchanted, Haunted, and Last Kiss. Oh, the Speak Now stand in you is is showing right now. Would you like a oh and would you like a fourth? I mean, sure, just for fun. Dear God. 
<laughs> you said, let me give you one fourth of speak now. <laughs> so anyway, so I, I should have just, anyways, um, ours, sparks fly, um, speak now, um, dear John, long live. If this was a movie, um, story of us, nope. yours, um, no, those three. <laughs> I love stories. that. No, those are all, those are all great choices. And you're right in saying all of those. Um, I'm, I'm correct. Yeah. And the, the part where you mentioned that you weren't going to sit here and say that you were the number one, perfectly good heart stand. Maybe um, I am because I'm the only one that stands <laughs> It's not really hard to be the number one stand when I there are like race it for TikTok clout. This is that would be really controversial. You'd probably make it to stand Twitter very quickly. They would just be like, "This girl oh likes god, no. a perfectly good heart." Oh my god, no! Um, stand Broadway stand Twitter has traumatized me. Mm-mm. Stand Twitter altogether is just scary, 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 very scary. Um, those were all of my questions revolving a perfectly good heart and taylor swift's songwriting ability and catholic schoolgirl metaphors mm-hmm. um i do did, appreciate the did detail. she go to did she go to catholic school i feel like she did <laughs> i don't think i don't i don't know the story of us kind of suggests that she yeah. she went to some private school i don't know like wedding at the wedding analogy and the wedding story and speak now was very mm-hmm. like oh yes like i liked it another underrated hit right right and there's also bits and pieces i think in better than revenge that suggest okay can we stop with the better revenge <laughs> slander i hate woman i'm not a feminist for like those three no, minutes i can't put that in here people will cancel me for promoting people who hate women <laughs> love better than revenge no you're right i'll speak now is just incredible i love that album so much mm-hmm. So, so, so much. Um, but yes, in a conclusion with A Perfectly Good Heart, um, once again, we know that it might not lyrically be the most complex song in Taylor Swift's discography, but there are one people who really do like it. And I do it's, like it. It's Lindsay. <laughs> is, there, is there anything else you'd like to share before we, we sign um, off? Can I have a, a message to the haters? Go for it. Shake it off. I, um, the people that don't like a perfectly good heart, I feel like you just are the sort of people that leave the Marvel movie at the end before the end, before the credits are over. So you can see the beautiful end credit scene, which in this case is teardrops and our guitar radio pop version. (laughs) How dare you? you. How dare you leave the debut album and not listen to Teardrops on a Guitar, pop mix, pop version, radio. Pop radio, the other one. (laughs) All of it. I I want like a, I don't know, like a bubblegum pop, like Teardrops on My Guitar. (laughs) They're the bass for the team. That would be really chaotic. It's like Marina. I don't know if Taylor Swift would ever approve that. I want her grunge album. Uh, We're all waiting for it. We're all waiting for it. Reputation, like teased me I keep making jokes about how we could put like teardrops on my guitar on just about any album and give it a different mix and it would fit the no I I want metal teardrops on my guitar metal teardrops on my guitar five featuring five finger death punch I was I thought you were gonna say five seconds of summer (laughs) metal where's the Taylor Swift x Gerard way collab I love that I love that um but yes you've got your message to the haters is there anything else you'd like to say at all that's all awesome I'm glad you got your feelings 
feelings out about that. Um, <laughs> thank you so much for being here to talk about a perfectly good heart because this was a challenge to get mm-hmm. someone to, to vibe mm-hmm. with to do this song. So thank you so much. You're welcome. I've had a perfectly great time. (laughs) A perfectly great time. Part two. Um, two. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you so much to everyone who tuned in. Um, I really appreciate it. Um, We'll see you back. uh, I'm not really sure when the next one will go up because this is the end of season one and season two is fearless, which is going to be a whole nother journey. So let's, um, I don't know. I'll keep you posted, I guess, but have a good rest of your day. Stay safe, wash your hands. And, um, no, I did that out of order. One sec. Have a good rest of your day. Be safe, drink water, wash your hands.